0: Hello and welcome to the e-commerce sales tax podcast. My name is Ryan Johnson and I got Dan Peisner with me today. Dan, how's it going? It's going well, Ryan. So uh, we got some great stuff to talk about today. I'm excited to talk about it because, you know, states are starting to open up again. Uh, We're starting to see a little bit more normalcy and I, for one, am really excited about that.
1: Oh, me too. Me too. It's uh, it's certainly nice to see a little bit of normalcy creeping back in. Yes.
0: So I I wanted to kind of talk about with states opening back up, and uh, we recently posted a blog on our website. and You'll see the link down below. It's just kind of how you know states are going to react and what to expect in a way. You know, after the pandemic and states opening back up, we know that a few states are really hurting for revenue. And so I kind of want to talk to you kind of what you're saying in, in your part of the business and, and what, you know, people can expect, uh, you know, going into the future here, near future even.
1: Well, uh, I certainly, uh, the, the compounding factors of, uh, the, of increased unemployment and just businesses being closed, meaning, sales tax revenues are way, way down, uh, a number of states are definitely impacted. And given the circumstances, you, you can't really raise taxes right now. It's certainly not a, that's not gonna fly. So what, what the states will traditionally do in these times is they will try to tighten up their tax collection. And uh, in, in some cases, reinterpret existing laws, which is not the same as passing a new tax. So what what we will what we expect to see and what we are seeing to a degree is increased audits, uh, increased different types of businesses being audited, and then on those audits the the auditor being a, a touch more aggressive, going after certain issues. And uh, for in the in the realm of with, of remote settlers and e-commerce, what we've been seeing recently is is first off we're seeing an increasing number of audits. The states are Previously, the states were focused on finding them and getting them registered, getting them collecting, uh, hitting them for six or seven years worth of back tax with with your requisite penalties and interest. Now that the that a lot of people are registered, the states are starting to to look for where they they may have rushed to to get registered and might be doing a few things wrong. And we're seeing some of the things we're seeing are are systemic. Uh, a lot of these e-commerce systems were built for The commerce part not the tax part and and some of them are just uh are just the the nature of the business Uh, i'd say one of the one of the biggest issues we're running into is is when you get audited the the state's going to want to look at every platform that sells into into the state and that that means pulling up they'll want your amazon records they'll want your etsy records they'll want your walmart records they'll want your ebay records and one of the problems that we're starting to see is ebay uh typically we're finding they don't keep sales records past about 90 days oh so when that sales tax auditor asks for four years worth of records or three years worth of records however long you've been registered you've got a little bit of a problem and hopefully you've got you've been downloading them and and have them available uh for in your files and as backup behind the tax returns you've been filing each month. But if you don't, then that can be a, that can be a a very large problem on audit. Uh, We're, we're managing that with a few clients right now.
0: Would they, would the state just take a sample of what they have on file and then, you know, go, go back a ways, go back a couple years. I mean, what, what do they usually do about that?
1: It depends on for example uh, i've got one example that, that i've been dealing with that that with where the ebay was a very very small percentage of overall sales and as a result uh since we can account for the other sales using better records then there's only so far the state can extrapolate on that uh that's so that that one may not be a big issue but if you're if ebay is a large or a majority part of your sales then absolutely you've got to be downloading and maintaining those files each month, or you're going to run into a a big problem at audit time. And that's, that's a a surprise a lot of our clients have been finding as they've been going through this process is, is that some of these companies don't, don't keep great records or the other thing to keep in mind is when you, is when you get each, each one of these companies has their own record retention policy, unless Unless they are, get, they typically won't hold records past their retention policy unless there's, unless legal issues arise. So the first thing that you may want to do on audit is go and start pulling those records for the state. You, one of the first things they'll do on an audit is tell you what the te- the tax period is going to be. So the first thing, go on and start pulling those sales records because you don't, the last thing you want to find is, is get around to doing that after, you know, a couple of delays and you've been busy here and tied up there and you're missing several months because the system's just not retaining them any longer.
0: Thanks. I could see that being very stressful. You know, you're doing business, all of a sudden it got it and you realize you don't have your records. Exactly. exactly. Oh, man. Um, are you seeing anything that, you know, with, you know, the states are probably getting really into the, the details, the nitty-gritty, and, you know, do, do you see companies having issues with their, their tax rates?
1: What we are seeing is some of the states that are a little more complicated on the tax rates. Uh, for, to give an example, Illinois seems to be auditing a lot of people right now a lot of e-commerce sellers uh, because Illinois, Illinois is kind of a and this is, this is being phased out uh, but they're, in the past they had a separate tax rate for the sales tax and the use tax. Mm-hmm. Normally sales and use are considered interchangeable by a lot of people. The rates are the same in, in most of the states. Illinois is one of the, the exceptions and what that means is that if you are doing intrastate business so you're selling from an Illinois location to an Illinois location the state considers that that the retailer's occupation tax which is their version of the sales tax is due and it's based on where your 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 origin is where you're located so you would you would collect tax at your local rate in the event that you that you are selling <coughs> that you are selling to uh, that it's an interstate sale and you're selling from out of state into Illinois, then in that case it is uh, it's use tax, which is at a at the the lower 6.25% f- state rate. And so as as a result, uh, those you can end up with two very different rates collected. Uh, the 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 sales tax rate in Illinois can range anywhere from six and a quarter just the state to I want to say ten and change for Chicago. So you, you've got some, some pretty big differences there. And where that impacts e-commerce sellers is anybody that has a fulfillment center in Illinois, that's considered an Illinois source sale. So you get into some sourcing issues there. And that can mean, in the case of Amazon, uh, that that can mean anything, you, any of the sales that are sh- shipped from their fulfillment center, uh, that the state wants to take a look at it and make sure that they're collecting the right rate. and spoiler alert Amazon usually is there's their software seems to know the difference it's just getting it can mean some a lot of record pulling uh, and a lot of extra documentation and it's something to it's just something to keep an eye out for and be ready to not only to not only to pull down but into a lot of cases educate your auditor Uh, and that's that's kind of a third point to to bring to mention a lot of these auditors are doing their first e-commerce audit they are uh, we find a lot of these auditors are used to auditing your traditional business. They'll want to see sales invoices. They'll want to see purchase invoices. Uh, the latter oftentimes doesn't make sense if you don't actually have any expenses or fixed assets in their state. So uh, they, you've got to educate them. They they also want to see a sales invoice where there isn't going to be one. So th- there's a lot of you can you can ultimately get them what they need to make their determinations. You just have to educate them on what's available and how to get there.
0: That's interesting. And, you know, that could be confusing if you've never been under audit either. So you're, you don't know what to give the
1: auditor auditor doesn't know what to,
0: you know, not exactly sure what they're requesting.
1: Certainly, certainly it's, and you, when you're getting audited, you're expecting that, that they're going to be the expert and that they're going to kind of guide you through it in some instances, and 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 hopefully not uh, not be too adversarial. Uh, but in in the case of some of these e-commerce businesses, a lot of times we're seeing that the these auditors just are not experts in that type of business they haven't done a lot of those audits so they they ask for the they'll ask for the everything in the kitchen sink like they usually do and you have to explain no these these records are not available these are i know what you're looking for this doesn't actually help you and if i give you this it's going to be completely worthless because it can't tie it back anyway this is really the data stream you want to use directly from amazon or or this is and and one of the one of the best examples I can give of this is any audit. One of the first things a state will do is look at the sales tax payable account. What they, what the state wants to make sure is that every dollar that you collected in sales tax that you turned around and handed to the state that you're, you're not pocketing their money. And a lot of clients, when they get their, their feed from Amazon, they just journal a lump sum into their, into their books for that. And they don't, they may or may not even break it down by state an auditor cannot tie that. Normally they want a set transaction level detail in that account and they can't tie it. What you have to do is steer them away from that and steer them to directly to the data feeds from Amazon, from eBay, from Etsy that show the tax that they collected since they're the payment agent, the tax they collected on each transaction and that they sent over to you in the wire. And that's how that, that you can tie that out and figure out if, if the tax has really been collected. But if the auditor doesn't know that, they're going to try to go to the sales tax payable account and they're going to get lost. And a lost auditor is a very expensive auditor. I can imagine.
0: So Dan, what are, at what part of the process can you help at?
1: Well, that we can help at any part of the process. And and what i what i always try to tell my clients is it's when you're dealing with an audit it's completely up to your availability and comfort level i got i've got clients that that i can put them i i put them on with the auditor they they know their business backwards and forwards they will they will they can fight aggressively and they they beat them down they'll get down to one or two technical issues that they're just not sure about and then they bring us in specifically for those hmm. And we're happy doing that. We've got other clients that just, they don't have the time, the bandwidth. Uh, if they don't have the, they don't, they're not, a, they may not have the expertise and it may be a little more complicated and they're happier if we just take over the whole process. So right from the start, and we're, we're happy to do that as well. And you know, we're happy to, at the start of, uh, we're, we're happy to, to have a call with you, talk it out, walk through look at the business, any potential red flags, and then just get an idea of some, if, if low risk tell you to give it a shot. And if you run into problems, give us a call. Or if, if we see a lot of issues, it may be worth bringing us in from the beginning and, and letting us represent you throughout the process so that, so that there's, there's not really any surprises.
0: Yeah, and I think uh, kind of the call you're, you're referring to is the what's next call, which is available to anybody. Um, and for free, it's kind of a free, no sale, uh, consultation call in a way, as we try to help you evaluate your situation and, and, you know, how we could potentially help or, or help you evaluate whether or not you can take it on yourself. Um, yeah, if, if you guys would like to get on a call with Dan, usually, um, if you guys are going under audit or maybe you're, you're thinking that, uh, you may go under audit soon, or you may have other issues. Um, you can go ahead and sign up for that, and the link is down below. Uh, Dan, thank you so much for your time this afternoon. My pleasure, Ryan. Um, uh, do you have anything else you'd like to add?
1: Um, I th- I think the the only other thing to add is if you do get under if you do get under audit, take a deep breath, relax, take it step by step. You know, the uh, the really just uh, just uh, take it very easily very carefully and if you really do find yourself getting into a spot with the auditor we're here for you
0: wise words Dan all right thank you again so much and uh, hope to see you on another one thank you